Liddy. That's I'll where you should best. cut back in. No, no, maybe. I'll do my best. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do the podcast and we can chat after. Chitty chat. Blah. Welcome back to this week's episode of Men of the Machine. I am Kevin. That's me. I'm Kevin. You're Jeff. I am Jeff. And, and I'm, I'm Kevin. Kevin. There it is. And this <laughs> week we are going to... Uh, we took another one-week break because um, shit happens. And this week we're back with our another list episode number... Like 11. 10. Episode 10. 10. List episode number 10 with what is honestly going to be the hardest list for me to talk about. It wasn't that hard to come up with, but it's hard mm. to talk about. And it's, I'll get into that it, why. I'm good, the opposite way. Yes. Where it's I, tougher I, to come up with, but I, I'll be able to talk well, about Well, I was it. telling you right before this that I, I, I talked to JJ all day. And JJ is maybe, I don't know about you, for you, cause, uh, but for me, he is either the most or tied for the most emotionally linked to sports person i know mm. oh yeah for you, sure there is nothing in their lives these multiple people i'm talking about plus jj that affects them as much as just random sports bullshit right a player it's on weird. a team he doesn't even follow can be right. traded to another player on a team he doesn't even follow and he'll be like my fucking day is ruined can you believe that aj brown went to the eagles Oh my god! Well, that was a. I doubt he cared about that. I still can't believe the Titans did that. I can. A hundred million for AJ Brown's too much. It's too much. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, it's Christian Kirk's fault, really. Christian Kirk fucked up the wide receiver market this year. Well, no, he didn't. He took the best deal. Yeah, yeah. right. The uh, that's a lot of money, and I can have it. Okay. Who who was it that signed him? Um, I can't even remember. I honestly, uh, until today, I thought it was the Cardinals. Yeah, no, the Cardinals kicked him. Yeah, I know. Um, He messed it up. I mean, he's the reason Devontae bounced. He's the reason Tyreek bounced. He's the reason yep. Debo wants out. He's the reason that fucking Debo is AJ such a got good the... player. I love Debo. Debo is such a good player for the scheme and the team. I'm He'd not be great sure. With the Patriots. Yeah, no, he would. And uh-huh. who knows? But if Patriots have... will never pay that much money yeah. for him. Um, I don't know if he can be, you know, that guy on every team. Maybe he can. Maybe he can. He's young. He's young. He definitely could. But I don't right. know. It's unproven. And there's, a, there's a lot of those guys too right now. Yeah. But but this so, isn't um, a uh, yeah. So back so back to what we were talking about, talk. right? So JJ loves sports. So I talked about him today. I kind of picked his ear about a bunch of things. A lot of his moments were stuff I would never pick. One of his moments is definitely one of your moments, um, guaranteed. Um, and one of my moments was his you might most be hated things. No, it's a guarantee. That's uh, a guarantee. Uh, but maybe. What this all means is for me. And I said this to JJ, and he agreed. He agreed logistically, but not emotionally. We, we yeah. for me, the sport will always be more important than the team or the player. For me, so for you, yes, yeah, definitely for you. For, for me, right? So, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll. Oh no, that that's not true. Aside from no, that gives away my number five. I'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> I would always... So here's one that, that don't say if it's on your team or not, but it's just a moment I've talked with people about today, and it's it's something that hypes me up. Okay. Um, Butler's interception in that game. I hate the Patriots, and I yeah. love the Seahawks. Not in a real way that they make me mad, but in a way that's like sports. You know, Those you've are gotta, cool colors. Yeah, well, no, Russell but like... Russell Wilson's okay, a nice guy. Not that simplified. Pete but in, a good in coach. Like, in, like, 
the rivalry between sports does add to the enjoyment. So oh, yeah, because that... you're a Packers fan. Right, right, right. I forgot. There's a Packers-Seahawks rivalry, too, isn't there? There is a little bit. The Seahawks, the Seahawks always beat, beat their them. ass a bunch. Always beat them. Um, but that's not why I actually love the Seahawks. But in like, it's fun to hate a team or a player, and it's fun to love a team or a player and see how that interacts with the sport you're enjoying. So in that regard, um, especially with where I live now, I don't like the Patriots by any uh, uh, metric, and I love the Seahawks purely because a lot of the players are very fun. Russell Wilson's a cool guy. Uh, DK Metcalf's hilarious. He wasn't there at the time, but I he's love great. DK. Um, Tyler Lockett's one of the like greatest receivers right now. Um, so, all that aside, Jimmy Butler's interception in Malcolm terms Butler. of who? Malcolm. Malcolm Butler. Jimmy Buckets is Jimmy uh, the Miami. Jimmy Butler plays um, basketball. Yeah, Malcolm Butler's interception in that Super Bowl was legitimately one of the most hype moments watching i didn't want that to happen and i was still like because the sport and the playing and the play calling and the and the skill and the showmanship is always more important to me so a lot of my stuff here is about that which makes it a little a little i got fucking weird i got you know a couple of those and maybe <laughs> okay, so sure. Another good example. We'll get to it at the end. Uh, so um, I only I have two not worthies because hey, I have two not worthies. Look do you us. remember who went first last last time to go first last this time? What was our last um, list? Hawkeye. last time? You ended it with Kevin Smith. Uh, what a so you go first here. So I end it. Okay. Uh, so for not worthies, I have Barry Bonds breaking the home run record. Oh, uh, we should put the groundwork. Um, oh, okay. and I. If it, if it, if, if it... Oh, because yeah, we talked about it, but we didn't... If it yeah. doesn't line up with any of yours, that's okay, because we haven't talked about this in two weeks. You have to have seen it live. Not in person. Right. But right. you have to have physically been a part of the moment. Yeah, whether it be on TV or at a bar or whatever. Like, right. um So, for example, the Immaculate Conception from the Steelers in the 70s. Reception. Neither of us... Reception. Sorry. Conception's the baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. The Immaculate Reception from the Steelers, we can't pick. Neither of us right. were around. We didn't see right. it. Yeah. And it also, the... nobody who was, wasn't was there actually saw the play. So Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the, the camera didn't even see the play. Right. So. Or the catch, but, the, the Joe Montana catch. Uh, exactly. Back the end. We didn't so that kind it. of stuff where they are maybe objectively cooler than what we're saying. Right. This is p- personal. We were there. Right. Quote, unquote. We... Plus, the, the type of people we are, we would never equate something that we didn't watch into this list anyway. No, so. no, fuck that. Have you listened to any of the other lists? It's all about what we're into. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. All right, so Barry Bonds breaking the home run record. Um, it, was like it was really, really cool 2001 to watch. or something? I don't know. It was... Something like that. I was living in Westerly, so somewhere time between 2004 and 2008. Right. Uh, whatever, but um, right, right. It, it was a cool thing. It was a really cool thing to be able to be like, hey, I watched that live. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then I got uh, when Edge returned at the Royal Rumble. When we uh, I put that in your top five in my guess. I was yeah. like, he's going to talk about Edge. He has to I, talk about it. I had to talk about him, but but um, the not worthy. I That's didn't want to. I didn't want to overload my list with wrestling stuff. So, I so we specific. That's another like thing to the say. Tops. No, that's another thing to say. We specifically said we were removing in-person wrestling stuff. I don't know if you stuck to that. We said that at the end of the cast. I one part of one of my okay things because I was that live, but that's unequivocally, not the whole... 
Rey Mysterio returning at Rumble would have been on my list if we hadn't said that. Oh, yeah, that was so cool. Because the the whole joke on that trip was how I only know a handful of wrestlers. Rey Mysterio and Kofi Most of yeah, well, I mean in general, and most of them are retired. Uh, Shawn Michaels ain't showing up. Uh, Kevin right, Nash ain't right. showing up. So, like, I was like, Kofi... No, no, at that time, I wasn't on Kofi. I liked him because of his Rumble goofs. I was on right, Roman okay. Reigns and Rey Mysterio. Oh, you did love Roman. And Roman didn't show up to that one because he was injured. Oh, he's so good right now. Yeah, so Bro. we the joke was consistently, like, Kofi, Kofi, Kofi. They were setting up a lot of WrestleMania, blah, blah, blah. Um, and Or, no, that was the next year. And I, I, the only one I know is Rey Mysterio. We looked at, like, luchador masks and shit. Right. And we were having fun. Yeah. And when he showed up, oh, you I lost shit. my shit. It was awesome. the environment, like, it was insane. Oh, and so I'm not even a wrestling guy. And I was like, oh, I was in it. Before and I remembered I him as a kid. Before I live events, oh. before I took out the live, the stuff I went to live that whole weekend well, was number two. me, so. you, and James, maybe JJ was there, too, at Mohegan. A year later, yep. got to see Kofi and the New Day win a match, which was the setup for WrestleMania right. stuff. That uh-huh. would also probably, if I had spent more time and that was available, right. thought that on year two. That, that was, was fucking so, nuts because so that fun. was after the year of buildup of me being like, Kofi, right. Kofi, Kofi. Yeah. Um, it was like the the, the climax yeah. of the movie. Hell yeah. Uh, so, so those aren't on my list. No wrestling on my list because live stuff with you guys is more important to me than watching wrestling i've always kind of cherished that part of it so um my not worthies yes uh first not worthy is a total cop-out which is why it's all the way in the not worthies the 2021 2022 nfl playoffs from start to finish the entirety of this last year's playoffs to super bowl it's fucking awesome it was pretty good like six games were overtime winners on touchdowns uh the rams and matt stafford winning one finally was exciting for me jeff Jeff, Jeff. joe burrow and the Bengals actually taking it that far and beating the teams they beat like Uh everything everything playoffs were awesome not even not worthy exactly right right right. and my (laughs) last one my last not worthy which is going to be um it's going to help set the stage for what I wanted to talk about, but didn't want to spoil my stuff. Uh, 2010, Packers, Steeler, Aaron Rodgers wins the MVP and his first Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Clay Matthews, uh, I think, was Defensive Player of the Year. If not, he was a runner-up. Um, Clay Matthews, one of my favorite players of all time. That Super Bowl was awesome. It was exactly a good game. Nothing crazy happened, but it right. was a good back-and-forth shootout slash defensive stop. It was just a good game. It was a it's game. It's probably when you were close to your peak of uh, NFL fandom too, right? Yeah, yeah. That right. was when I was really into my team. Um, my best friend, well, one of my best friends. I hate saying my best friend because then my best friends attack me for saying my best friend. One of them. Right I don't here know who listening. would do that. So, um, one of my best friends, Ryan, is a massive Steelers fan. So I was living up Oof, in Oswego at the time. We were texting each other the whole time. I was like, fuck you. He was like, fuck you. I hate the Steelers. We're, yeah, whatever. But the point is, like, it was a good, like, friends against friends. It was like uh, Eagles versus um, Patriots with people we know who, like, right. Sanchez and stuff. Like, it was that kind of rivalry. Right, right. And then when the Packers won by two scores, it wasn't even a close game. It was for most of it. At the fourth quarter, they walked away with it. But anyways, it was just a good game. Nothing right. crazy. Good game. Right. Good All right, game. number five. Number five, this is the one I, when I first thought of it, I was like, oh, that was great. And my second thought was Kevin's going to love this, <gasps> but I, I don't know if you will now that I've, now oh. that I've reconsidered, you, but up, down, up, right. Yeah. So it was when LeBron James announced he was there. going to Miami. 
taking his talents to South Beach. Oh my God! So the whole NBA offseason, for some reason that year, I decided to really get into basketball. Probably because it was the why. LeBron year. Well, and I I was a Miami Heat fan, and they were all over Sports Center. Wait, I, hold I, on. The the password for our defunct account yes. <laughs> for, for for what did I just say was like heat ballers 77 something like or something. <laughs> yeah. i don't remember it was he's something yeah miami he's my favorite team yeah continue um but the whole off season i was like i was like nah chris bosh he's gonna sign with with miami completely joking only half knowing what the hell i was talking at the about, time he do. was like the paul george to like where right. he's gonna go yeah and then he signed and the <laughs> Right before the thing was announced, like when he said, "Oh, I'm gonna have this press conference," I had texted Jenny Stack, James's sister, right, and I said, uh, "She's a Lakers fan, huge Lakers fan." I said, "LeBron's about to announce he's going to Miami." Joking, just to piss her right. off. Just to be a yeah dad. And then when he did it, I was oh, I was so hyped. I was so, so hyped. I, I watched still, so much basketball those couple years. I am still bitter about that moment. So LeBron's time in Miami is some of my favorite basketball ever. No yep. question. No right. question. Miami Heat and Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade is Ugh. in my top five athletes of all time. Just like I, athletes across the board. I I love I think Dwayne. he'd Flash make my is, top ten. He would get thrown in here somewhere. Yeah, he'd get it. We'll there. do that list. That would be a fun list. So... I love him, uh, and the only reason I love him, this is kind of how all of my sports shit goes. The only reason I love him, um, in ninth grade, 2006, yeah, 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 2006, in ninth grade, I believe, now I gotta go look it up, hold on really quick, let me just type Dwayne Wade Championships. With, uh, 2006, NBA Shaq? Finals, okay, yeah. yep. So, in Six. 2006, uh, I took an elective in high school called Sports Economics, and at the start of sports economics, Mr. Everett said, everyone has to write down your favorite teams for every major sports. That was just like a way we set the stage. So right. I picked the Packers. I picked the New York Rangers for hockey because at the time I just picked the New York team. I now am sure. a Boston Bruins fan, but at the time I just wrote the first thing I thought. Um, right. And we didn't follow hockey in that class, so it wasn't a big deal. I put the Yankees because, again, New York and Gross. my dad liked the Yankees, so whatever. Um, yeah. From New York, whatever. Uh and then for basketball... Why not the Mets? <laughs> for basketball, uh, Shaquille O'Neal signed Shaquille on a new team with uh. a hot young superstar named Dwayne Wade. And I was like, fuck it. Their icon's dope. It's a flaming basketball yeah. going into a hoop. So I picked uh, the Miami Heat. And then as the seasons went on throughout the whole year of school, the ones that would be applicable, we yep. followed them as a, as a, as a, as a class. And the Miami Heat won it that year. And I was like... And were you the only one who was who chose I was the Miami only one who picked the Heat. Yeah. Everybody had their all, uh, teams. A lot of New York Knicks people, because, again, New York. Right. Um, uh, no one cares about the Nets. Uh, so they were well, they New were Jersey New Nets Jersey at that time, yeah. actually. So, yeah. Yep. So um, Heat win, and I'm like, nailed it. <laughs> What's up? And then I just followed the Heat because Dwayne Wade became Flash. That, that was, was the I'm first time I had player. ever really paid any attention to basketball was when Shaq went to Miami. Because, A, Shaq. Uh, Shaq. Right. It's right. Shaq. Correct. No matter then, how you feel about sports, Shaq. The, the pictures and stuff that they'd highlight on SportsCenter and shit during the time was... Uh, it's just awesome. So, you um, said 2006, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I got inundated with Miami Heat stuff because... 
as class went on, the teacher would ask us. We had to keep we had to keep up to date, and it was a whole thing. So, um, that's how like my sports thing goes a whole, which is where my number five is. If you're ready for my number five, I don't want to walk off your. Oh, number please five. go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So my number five is uh, I actually wrote the wrong year in my uh, notes. Let me update that. Nineteen ninety. Wait. I don't have a lot of years. Just so just so everybody knows, there's a couple. Uh, but... One of mine I'm missing, but that's fine. This one I just want to get right. Uh, Nineteen. No, I wrote the right year. 1997 Packers okay. Super Bowl. So, here's why. There's a very specific reason why. Um, at this time, I was five years old. Well, then the 96 season. 96 season. 90. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, oh. Yeah. Okay. You cut out for yeah. a bit. You still there? Okay. I don't like uh, that Super Bowl. The 96 season, 97 Super Bowl was Packers Patriots Super Bowl. Again, I'm too young to give a shit. I don't care right. about that. I know Bledsoe was the quarterback and all that stuff. Like, uh, I, true sports, Bledsoe. he's your guy. I uh, love him. Sports didn't mean anything to me. But, a pair, allegedly, the tale goes. I was watching the Super Bowl with my father because he likes sports. He's like me. He follows them more than he watches them. Talk about what's going on? Sure. Actually sit down and watch a game? Not so much. Right. Um I'm watching the Super Bowl with my dad, potentially family. I don't know, like uh, aunt, so I don't know. Watch the Super Bowl, and right. uh, do you remember Brett Favre's touchdown celebration? He uh, ran is that when he ripped off his helmet and ran with it up in the air, or was that at the end? Helmet in the air, hands yeah. up, fist clenched, jumping and screaming. And I'm five years old, seeing a guy do this, right. so I'm going, "Oh yeah, woo!" And my dad <laughs> just kind of like took that as like, "Oh, the boy likes football." Um, he bought me a Reggie White and a Brett Favre jersey. Oh, that's and so sick. I wore them for you know as long as I could till they didn't. Was that like ninety seven? Yeah. So, that's the first football game I ever remember watching. Yeah. Um, I remember it because I got to go with my with my dad to my uncle's house. My uncle, who's a huge Packers fan, like since the sixties, yeah. Packers fan. Yeah. He's got a room in his. He's got a room in his house painted green and gold with Packers. He's the guy talking about up. the good old days of Bart Starr. Right, right. Cause yeah. he, and he was there to watch it. Yeah. And liked it, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's the first game I ever remember watching. And then the next year, I got a Ben Coach jersey. But in so, the, so not yeah right. you, we flip. Um, yeah. So I don't remember this, and I never followed football until I was in high school. Sure. But because of that, right. in the household, we all had favorites. My dad likes the Washington Redskins at oh. the time. Now they're Whoa. not. Whoa. My younger brother. You can't say uh, that here. It's what they were. Uh, <laughs> my older brother, Andrew, followed my father, liked all that stuff. Uh, Travis, my younger brother, and Freddie, my oldest brother, liked the Dallas Cowboys with my mother. My mom's Gross. From, from Well, my mom's from Texas, and the Houston oh, Texans Oh, a nice NFC East uh, yeah. rivalry? Oh. And the Houston Texans didn't exist yet, so that was their team. True. And uh, I, because of this moment, liked the Green Bay Packers. So growing up, my parents would buy all of us. That was, like, defining. Like, at Christmas, they'd get Cowboys blankets, uh, Washington blankets, Packers blankets. Like, my dad... Uh, painted us, or I think my mom painted them, but my dad got, you know, like old Gee, school who's the cans? black sheep in this family? Right? <laughs> you know, like the old school milk cans, like huge like, you know, 50 right. gallon yep, milk cans. Yep. Um, maybe not that many, like 20 gallons. Yeah. My dad got four of them, and my mom painted them all and put like a padding on the top, so those were like stools for us, and I had Packers, Washington, Cowboy. It's like, That's awesome. For whatever reason, that just set the stage for what I was going to like for life. And I never questioned it. You had, a pretty, when, you had a pretty bomb-ass childhood, huh? 
It was like, very awesome in its own way. I, yeah, I have no. I love. I, I love hearing stories I, of your childhood. I think I talked about that on one of my solo casts. Like, I, 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 I have my disconnect from my family. Yes, yeah. black sheep jokes. But in terms of like reminiscing and looking back fondly on the things I've been able to be a part of, right. I am so grateful. Yeah, and this was one of them. Like the fact Let's... that my parents like actively encouraged something none of us cared about, but they like they didn't push it; they just let it happen. And now I'm a Packers fan. I've have been when right. I started following football. I owned all this Packers shit, and I was like, I like the Packers, and I just rolled with it because like cool. So it's just it's um, crazy to me because uh, Cynthia and I were talking last night, and uh, I've blocked out so many memories of my childhood. Mm-hmm. that I don't remember good ones or bad ones anymore. It's just like none of them. So it's it's like no memory. So it's just so cool to hear like you be able to Yeah, it's it's different. I definitely about, yeah. I'm very grateful for a lot of the redneck bullshit I got into. Hell yeah. I like it a lot. Uh number 4. Number 4 was was higher on the list and I felt like it had to get dropped down. But it was a it was competing with one of my honorable mentions. Um, the two most defining moments of my childhood, probably. Okay. Uh, both in 1997 and 1998, the two events. This one, I None of mine are, are young anymore. After this, it all becomes adult stuff I've seen. And for the most part, me too. Um, okay. But it's Undertaker versus Mankind in the Hell in a Cell. You've shown me. Uh, who Were you... I think all three of you were at my house and you made us watch it on the TV. And JJ was like, and this happened. And James was like, yeah, and then wait till. And you're like, oh, he's about to. And I was just like, I don't know what's going on. I've watched that match so many times and with so many different commentaries and so many books that it's been in. And it is. It it defined my entire. (laughs) To to (laughs) back you guys up on that for a while there, when you guys were trying to help me get into wrestling more um my youtube became just top uh 10 moments from this channel and and craziest cage matches and most brutal things and every single one ended with hell in a cell mankind like there was no way anyone could repeat what happened that day right right nobody would in their right mind would even try yeah why would you (laughs) yeah a a better point is they shouldn't right and the fact that he was able to walk away from it it's just it's it's well, absolutely incredible storytelling yeah well what well yeah he walked away at the end he, he did walk to an ambulance but he, he chose <laughs> yeah he, he chose to walk but like yeah he shouldn't have crazy but, yeah um yeah that's, that's a good one i remember the storytelling rivals, throughout the match that rivals another match that you guys have shown me that i hope is on your list but it might not be do you have one more wrestling thing on your list um no matches well i do but not i got one of my honorable mentions but it wouldn't be the one you're thinking of okay the only thing that rivals like if you're not a wrestling fan and you just want to capture the essence of wrestling um hell in a cell taker mankind incredible the other one they showed me and i fully stand by this because even i got emotional and i had no attachment to fucking rick flair is oh, rick yeah. flair Shawn michaels retirement match so good i first off they're both old as dirt already in this match right. and you think because a lot of the jokes about old wrestlers is like they're going too far. No, that match was a match. That oh, match yeah. was a full-fledged match at the end. It wasn't so an old guy good. struggling and then someone right. helping him. It wasn't like the young guy putting someone over. No, this was two veterans just fucking going their all. Right. And, you know, the I love you at the end with the kick. I, it just, 
sweet chin music sorry i, I want to give you. it the proper respect like yeah that match oh i, I get goosebumps talking about that it's in i yeah. like i said i didn't watch it live i had no attachment to rick flair obviously you know i like Shawn michaels which yeah. is why you guys showed it to me um hbk the, the but... undertaker Shawn michaels matches do the same thing i haven't um, seen any of them. wrestlemania you should yeah. watch those i when i first started uh um this more yep uh, um the good I, good yeah 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 i um went on a, a binge of watching the rest old wrestlemania matches <sighs> so good so I'm good such control. incredible storytelling yeah. and yeah. then like you add the extra sauce in there Whew. yeah it is <sighs> and, and i i have to give it to wrestling fans in that um they all not all of them 99 percent of them are are very self-aware in the bullshittery that is wrestling but in being that self-aware you gain an attachment to not just the character the fucking actor it right. becomes so much it is such a weirdly non-personal personal relationship in which mm-hmm. you're allowed to notate that it's a business and yet still feel for the person because wrestlers are so incredibly open about how much they ha- they have no choice but to commit it they never literally used to be that themselves. way either never used to be that way everything yeah. was hush hush back back in the, in the, the 80s 90s ago. yeah yeah no, the, 70, the attitude 70s, era 80s. No, I didn't dare they were open about that. That was the rotation. That was the moment, yeah. But um, it's just weird, and it's cool. I think it's very neat. I am more fascinated by wrestling culture than I am sold into it, and but that does sell me into it's. It's a whole thing. Um, all right, my number number four. four. I don't think you'll like it, but I don't think you can contest it. And I don't think you care if I like it. That's what I thought you were gonna say. No, no, no. I do care (laughs) because if people don't like this moment, it says something about them in regards to how they feel about sports. Okay. Odell Beckham Jr. reaching back through the heavens to catch that ball out of the air. Insanity. I kind of hate him as a professional athlete. He's a douche. But, and he's also never lived up to that catch. To that moment, right. But! It's impossible. It's impossible to ever live up to that moment. I mean, I even still, like, Jake and I were talking about today in the car, and, like, you can be a little desensitized to it. Because, like, people like um, Tyler Lockett had that one, like, three years ago where he was almost in the same position but more turned to the side, one-handed grabs. You have things Calvin Johnson's done that are insane. You have Tyreek Hill catching things on the run at 90 miles an hour. Like, shit's gotten crazy. With his eyes closed with one hand. Yeah, catching it behind his back, whatever. Right. You've got crazy shit. But in terms of one person... One job, one moment. Yes. His body was a full arch. That ball mm-hmm. was as far out of range as possible to and catch. And it couldn't have been at a more perfect uh, moment because they were on, you know, Monday night football. It was Monday yeah, night, right? Monday night football. So. The whole world was watching. It was an important yeah, It wasn't game. for competition at 1 o'clock on the... Yeah, it was... Right. It was ri- a rivalry game. <sighs> and it was... A, His first oh time in God. the bright lights. Yeah. And it was against a pass interference call... For yep. I, he didn't get the touchdown out of it, right? It was on like the four oh, yard it was line. A touchdown. It was a touchdown. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I I still watch it, and the, the way, way that he his was able body to bends, keep his feet in bounds was oh my insane. insane. Yeah, you can't. You literally can't live up to that moment. And that right. catch, even though cooler shit may be done, the moment, right? Fucking 
in I didn't I didn't watch that live though, so I, I wouldn't have been able to. I have a lot list, of but... Giants fans in my life, unfortunately, New York based. So yeah, sure. They that game. My buddy Tim, was I living with Tim? Let me look up what year that was. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. The catch. What 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 year was that? Twenty fifteen. Yeah, I was living with Tim. That probably was why I was watching it. Hold on. 2016, I was in Skylerville. 17, I came to uh, Connecticut. Or 16, 2015, I was... Yeah, I, I I had to have watched that with Tim or Bill, both two of the biggest Giants fans I know. Mm. Um, I Those mean, are two I'm just, really there's generic a, white boy names, too. There's a still of it. <laughs> and from fingertip to toe, his body is at maximum Insane. extension. Insane, there is yeah. no bent mm-hmm. joint in that body. Wow. Yeah, that, that's one of the craziest shits I've ever seen in professional sports. Uh, I also, for the record, I did see Beast Mode it live, and I didn't put it on my list, and I wish I had. Uh, uh, Marshawn Lynch against the Saints. I uh, did see I did, oh, see, did that see that run that live. live. Um, well, you know, live. Um, right. It's not on my list, and it should be, so not worthy, Beast Mode. It should be. Yeah. Number I didn't three. see that live either. Number three... Um... You uh, talked quite a bit about it uh, in the the opening there, <laughs> but it's uh, Malcolm Butler when he when he when he caught that interception. Um, so we've we, we've gone back and rewatched it with the mic'd ups and all that stuff yep. because we you have to we love you have it. To. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Tom Brady's reaction when he caught that pass, yeah, he's jumping sitting, up and down, screaming yeah. like a girl. Oh my God! Just it was so when I saw it because I watched that game live too because um, mm-hmm. we were all rooting against the Patriots, of course. Sure. Um, when I they saw it, I was like, definitely not. Um, there's a lot of teams <laughs> that I ain't that are more successful than me, but I don't care. Um, there's uh, when I saw it, I was like, I said the same thing everyone else said: fucking shitty play calling. Pete Carroll, what are you doing? Russell, what are you doing? What is this? This is bullshit. Blah blah blah. When you watch the replay. That was a fucking perfect play by the perfect Seahawks. Perfect read. They were like, perfect we're play. doing this. Yep. And Malcolm was just like, hold on. For whatever reason, I'm cutting. And so I'm if, cutting right now. If you um, listen to interviews he's done about it, mm-hmm. they were practicing that exact play all week yeah. long. And all week he read it wrong and missed that pass. But on the Super Bowl, he saw it. Was, it. He saw and, it coming. And, uh, uh, literally everyone that's not Marshawn uh on the seahawks was like that was the right play that right. was did you see their defensive scheme even as strong as Marshawn is he might not have got through that line right. they were he ready got stopped the play before yeah they right. were ready mm-hmm. that was the right call and then you watch and he it's not even like it was an easy pick it's not like it right. was a, a bad pass Perfect he pass. pushed him out of the way and cut that route uh-huh. It was insane. So on re- so that's a that's a play that I have appreciated after the fact where I'm like right. that's just how can you you oh my god. Right. Right. Insanity that's, in a professional. It's also professional the last sport. single moment on my list. Um I know we it's supposed to be sports moments but this is the last moment. Okay, the rest um, are like things. I the, uh, actually right. my next one's not a moment and my last two are moments. So exact we, moments? we're doing a little yeah, we're doing a little thing. Um there. But, whew. and what so a, I, a, I'm obviously I'm watching it. Uh, we're at we were at James's apartment when he when he lived in Navy oh housing. Oh my god! Uh, can I just before, say this? way before you were? I, too, I yeah. want to disrespect James just a little bit. Okay. Every diehard fan of a 
of a team is obnoxious. Everyone. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, we all like to say Raiders fans are the worst or right. or Warriors fans are the worst or or fucking Yankees fans are every every sports team is the worst fans. We get that. Right. That's fine. But Actually, there's a subsect of Patriots fans. fans are the worst fans. Patriots fans suck. I can every, admit that. Every group of I fans hate other Patriots fans. Every group of fans has a subsect of fans that are detrimental to the fan base. Yeah. James is one of them. <laughs> He's in that group of like, you're making me not want to like the Patriots. Like, yeah. like seeing certain people's passion for a sport makes you like it. Seeing certain people's passion for a sport makes you hate it. Right. I mean, he's right on that line, baby. Yeah. He's like right there. <laughs> Continue. Uh, I think that. I think that. Oh, so we were at we were at his apartment in in uh, at the Navy housing, whatever. And for whatever reason, my cousin was there. Michelle, you know Michelle? Yep. Yeah. For whatever reason, she was there. I don't know why. It's not like she hung out with us, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and she had just gotten into being a Patriots fan. You know, she was younger. And when he caught that, because we were the only Patriots fans. Uh, I mean, James was, but he was doing something else. Or, I don't know. I don't remember what James was doing. Andy. But I jumped up, and she jumped up at the same exact time, and we both screamed. And she, I hugged her, and she like jumped up, and I was holding her up. It was so cool. You were feeling the moment. <laughs> it, yeah, it was awesome. It was um, awesome. Jake, Jake was telling a story similar because he was uh, living, I think, at his parents at the time. He uh, almost broke his hand punching the ceiling because you know yeah. he's six foot five, and right. his wingspan is. He he jumped up and was like, oh, boom, and oh. like almost broke his hand. And uh, when you get hype, you get hype. What, what can and, you say? And the, the play right before it, freaking, uh, what's his face? The dude that bobbled the ball all over him. Oh, curse. Javon curse. Um, I and I, he curse. caught that. And I was like, oh, my God, they're going to call over. this the curse for, from now on. For the rest of my life, I'm going to have to hear about the curse. <laughs> I, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. And they and and just I was, I, you know, my hands. Head between my my hands, yeah. you know, sitting resting. Right. And they, oh man. That's good sports. There's it's, like, we we talked about like on, such peak sports. We talked about in car ride home, like, you know, what, let's wait till the end of your list just in case there's one I don't want to like judge. All right, cool, early. cool. Yeah, uh, don't judge my me. number three is the last non-moment of mine, uh, much like the Packers Super Bowl. Okay. And don't get it twisted. This is equal parts a slight and not a slight. Okay. Big Dick Nick Super Bowl. Ugh. Because, because, because the Eagles had an MVP candidate go down. Carson yeah. Wentz. People loved him. Obviously, we right. know now that he's kind of whatever. People loved him. He was MVP. And everyone said the Eagles can't do shit. And then Nick Foles comes in and he plays all right through the end of the season. Right. Enough to get him through. And then in the playoffs, he goes out of his mind. Insane, and he starts man. playing like uh, uh, like someone who's been there before. Act like you've been there before. Right. Nick, for whatever reason, a lifelong backup was like... I Probably won, has won three games since then. <laughs> yeah, like whatever. He's like, I've been here before. And they do it. And the rest of the team, this is no slant towards the rest of the team. I know I'm just talking about the quarterback. But the team was good. As a whole, team was pretty good. Yeah, they had sure. one of the best tight ends in the league at the time. Yeah, it is what it is. They're running back. I don't even remember who it was at then, but it was fine. Anyways, they're going up against the greatest dynasty that the NFL has ever seen. Right. Or at least one of, if you want to be pedantic. It's the greatest, the greatest. dynasty. Come on. It's, it, it, well, it, 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 
speaking going objectively, against, not as you know a Patriots what? fan. They're going you can't up against say. they're going up against the third greatest dynasty. The second greatest dynasty is the 49ers. The first oh, is the Patriots on. from 2000. That's to all one dynasty. That's why it's no, the greatest no, it's dynasty. So, no, you can't anyways, split it like that. Point, 2000 point to 2021. 2000 was... zero, zero, party, <laughs> out of sight. So, um, it is literally a Cinderella story. You can't yeah, paint it, is, it sure. any other way. It is a team that had no right, not even good, a team that had no right now that they had lost their, oh my God, he's he, Jesus, even though he wasn't. And they make it. And not only do they make it, they outplay the greatest in every yeah. category. Their defense was better, their rush offense, their pass offense. Nick caught a super uh, touchdown and and Tom dropped one. That was just a funny little whatever the fuck. Tom's wasn't a touchdown, but yes. Well, but he dropped the pass. <laughs> yeah, he dro- right. But like, so it was he just one of those it, yeah. like, right. the story around it is so much more fascinating than the game. But right. the fact that I got to watch the game and the fact that I got to see an underdog story, cool. I was like, you know what? And I'm living in Connecticut at the time. And I spent the week before literally goading my Patriots friends about Big Dick Nick in Philadelphia. Like, yeah. for me, the the, the two-week bubble from NFC-AFC Championship to Super Bowl, right. everything that happened and what it culminated. And what happened, yeah, very... in Philly with the cameras coming up to and, us? Yeah. yeah, and James had to answer questions on yeah. a ca- like. Because his dumbass was wearing Patriots gear a week <laughs> yeah. before the Super Bowl in Philadelphia. <laughs> like, in in isolation, it means nothing to me, that game. In my life, in that moment, it was mm. everything. It was right. ev- it was just like, what, wow, right. what what is going on? And then eventually, you know, the Patriots won the Super Bowl a year later, and it didn't matter. It didn't oh, matter so anymore. Yeah, so right. it was behind us. And, but, and, like, and who was Nick Foles? Yeah, uh, Jack <laughs> starting injured, then backup, then released quarterback. Obviously, oh, God, awful. Oh, up to my number two, yeah. Um, yes, number two. Oh, number two, yeah. Um, so this is the one that I have to say I was at a part of it, and this is the one I think you might be able to. I think this is the one you may have been referring to at the beginning. Um, but it's 2004. the two thousand and four. 2004. Boston Red Sox. Game four. Boston Red Sox. Nope. I didn't say game four. Oh! Because I was at game four. So I did not say game four. Yeah, you were. I said just the toll of the 2004 American League Championship Series. That's Um, right. Because that was the catalyst for what would have been a equal and or better moment in the finale. Right. Okay, I'm with you. Three games in a row. The yeah. Yankees squashed them. Yeah. Squashed the Red Sox. Yeah. After that third game, my mom walks in the room and says, Hey, you want to go to the Red Sox <laughs> playoff game? Um, no, Mom, she... I don't want to go to that. So she um, she was a buyer for the sports store at Foxwoods. Okay. And uh, one of her reps was like, Hey, do you want to go to this game? Yeah. Just lucky enough, yeah. And we went to that game, and it was... And that game had to have been... Because t- it was down to the like final pitch, not literally, but... It was, yeah, it was a, it was a walk-off, walk-off, yep, yeah. walk-off home run. Uh, but it was, I mean, extra innings. The place was 
rocking. It was in Fenway was it, Park. It was in Fenway. Okay, in I didn't Fenway, know where it was. Yeah, the place like was Fenway. absolutely rocking. By twelve thirty, my mom was like, "Can this just get over with? I don't right, even care done. who wins. I just want to go home." Yeah, and I was like, "We're not leaving." <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Dave Roberts steals second. I don't know how baseball oriented you are. Not at all. Very um, so nice. Dave Roberts was a he got he pinch ran, stole second, and then um, uh, whoever the fuck it was, I don't know, uh, hit a bloop into the short center, and Dave Roberts got home, scored the game tying one run, and then David Ortiz hit the walk off at. I don't know. That's Mariano, yeah. right? 1 a.m. The greatest closer of all time gives up and, that. Except against the Red Sox, yep. <laughs> and then the Red Sox went on to win three more games. To, a reverse sweep. To yep. win the series, yeah. And, oh, so good. I, again, no complaints. I don't like the Red Sox because in terms of like we were talking about earlier, there's two worst fan bases in the entirety of the MLB are the Yankees and the Red Sox. Right. And it's mostly because of how they talk to each other. It's not right. even about it. And you could not... be like, hey, what about the Padres? And both of them are like, what about them? But then right. you're like, but what about the Yankees mm-hmm. or Red Sox? You can't like, even mention... Oh, fucking... And at least in like the, the mid to late 2000s, you could not mention to a Yankees fan about the Red Sox. Probably th- from... My whole adult life up until yeah. a certain point. It's lately it's been it's, like it's nobody a... cares about baseball anymore, but you know. <laughs> yeah. And both teams have been kinda whatever since what, like right. four years ago the Red Sox won and then that was it. Right? Something like that. I, I don't know. I don't even pay yeah. attention anymore. I, I paid attention Mookie. when the Cubs won. They I gave up Mookie. Then. Mookie Betts, right? He went yeah. somewhere and everyone's like, What? Sure. And like, Whoever yeah, that yeah. I think he's plays baseball still. Allegedly. Yeah. Um but uh, that that chunk of time because again, I mean, this is also the uh, the curse of the Bambino was still rearing. Yeah, yeah. So what, like sixty years of bad luck, or eighty years exactly. of bad luck, or whatever the fuck it was. You'd think as like a non Red Sox fan, you'd be like, oh man, like they should be so excited for how well they're playing. And then as a Red Sox fan, you're like, all right, when are they gonna blow it? What's yeah? <laughs> what's gonna be the thing? Oh, and it's the just Browns kept going and. Yeah, it's 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 the it's the Cleveland Browns curse. You're just like they're okay. I don't care right. that we made it to the playoffs finally. Like it's over. Right. Yeah. Um. All right. My number two. Those. That was your number two, right? Yeah, dude. If your number one's what I think it is, I'm gonna be so mad. All right. So my number two. Ray Allen, Game mm. Six, Miami Heat versus the San Antonio Spurs. With the uh, game, not tying, winning, three-pointer. Didn't that win, the, three did that win point... the series, too? No, no, no. That no. put them to game seven to win the series. Uh, because that was it. The Spurs had beat them the year before. And what a and good team like, the Spurs were, huh? Oh my. Or no, you no, no, couldn't no. hate them. The Spurs beat them the year after. It went, it went, it went Maverick. Uh, they, they lost to the Mavericks. They I'd beat hated the Thunder. Whiskey. Yeah, me too. They beat the Thunder. They beat the Spurs. Lost to the Spurs. So no, they didn't beat them the year before. But uh, it was it was the Spurs right. were gonna win it. They were up three to two. They were yeah. winning. Fucking inbound. Ray Allen, greatest three point shooter of all time at the time, puts it up in. Everyone goes nuts. And then LeBron James has like a triple double in Game Seven. No one cares. But that three pointer, <laughs> right? That was because 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 the big three. That was the year. That the big three won twenty seven games in a row, the second longest streak in NBA history. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the 
back to back where they promised not five, not six. Yeah. So like that. Yes, they failed their first year. They won their second year. This was like the you promised. You have to deliver. It's right. no longer an experiment. It is tried and true. You did right. this against like some of the best. Like you got to do it, and they fucking they did it. They and did it was it. Ray. And I love oh. Ray Allen to death. Even if he was on the Celtics at one point, I have to give that up because he's a Heat guy now. That yes. shot on the Heat Made is more heat important guy, yep. than anything, anything he did on the Celtics. Anything. I love Ray Allen. Oh. But yeah, oh, that, he's such that a moment, man. I bet you he's like so cool to just like hang out with too. So I've always been. He's probably so chill, dude. So he's chill. So chill. I uh, like I said earlier, was a Heat fan. Uh, follow sports more than I watch them. When LeBron James came to Miami, I watched as many Heat games as I could because so many. I know, me too. I've always loved LeBron. I, I'm not gonna like justify it this way or the other. I just thought he was electric. He's good on both ends of the ball. Mm-hmm. He's a monster of a man. I want to yep. see him do cool things. So when the greatest of all time comes to your organization. You best fucking you watch believe uh-huh. you're watching that. Yeah, it's absolutely. why Patriots fans watch the Buccaneers. It's why right, why Bulls all the old Buccaneers fans that never haven't watched a game in twenty years are like, oh, you know what? Bucks. I forgot. I'm a Bucks fan. Yeah. That's right. It, it's why the Wizards even have a fan base at all because Michael Jordan went there. Like, yep. when that shit happens, you watch. So right. LeBron going there and actually bringing two more rings to Dwayne Wade so that he can go down as one of the greatest of all time. I hate that people use rings in general, but the fact that do whatever. Right. Ray Allen not only saved LeBron's legacy a bit, he uh-huh. added to Dwayne's legacy. And yes. like, come on. Right, right. He 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 won that ring. Well, he, he deserved that, that ring. ring, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, good, good. I'm I'm upset that I didn't think about that on my list. That was, so that was those. That's I good, actually yeah. I don't think it was that game. It might have been game five where they where they lost. Um, Franny and I were on vacation in Nantucket or Martha's Vineyard, or we did this. Um, we did this little backpacking journey. We went to Cape Cod, Nantucket, Martha's Vineyard, home. One of those days, uh, I was watching a Miami Heat game in yeah. the uh, hotel room. She was like, can we go out to dinner? I was like, you don't understand. <laughs> like, I so don't that's... have cable at home. I go to friend's house to watch games. We're on vacation, and there's cable in front of me. I'm watching the Heat game. So um, it's unfortunate that it that's, that's... Those couple years are big chunks of the time of my life that I've uh, completely forgotten every detail of. It's, it sucks. It's it's awful. But um, It'll get worse when we get dementia. Right. Ride. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but there's just few things that stand out really, really clearly in my mind. And it's, it's Miami Heat is one of those things. Yep. All right. Oh, wait, honorable mentions. Yeah. That's what you're doing? Oh my God. I thought you were going right into your number one. I was like, no, no, I was still talking about yours. I was still talking about yours. You scared me. I'm sorry. Uh, Honorable mentions. Um, so the first one is my other, uh, wrestling one. Um, okay. It was uh, 1997. It was Sting versus Hogan, WCW Starcade. I have never heard any. Now this is not a discredit toward. No, it's, a, it's. I have it's, never heard anyone say Hogan in regards to their favorite wrestling moments. Everyone respects Hogan oh, as a wrestler for everything he's done. I've never heard anyone use him. A lot of people's favorite moments in wrestling was uh, when Rock and Hogan faced off at WrestleMania. Hogan? No, The Rock and Hogan. 
The Rock. Okay, gotcha. I'm with yeah. you. Wow, I couldn't. I would have never guessed those two would have linked up. But okay, moving on. Anyway, uh, but Sting and Hogan, Starcade '97. Um, I don't think you know much about WCW lore. Um, but so Sting was a super baby face. You know, we wore the bright tights and bright face makeup, yeah. and he had his hair bleach blonde. Yep. And um, I actually remember that version of him too. Right. And then Hogan came to to WCW. And then Hogan made, you know, they debuted the the NWO and Hogan was a bad guy for the first time ever, really. Um and Sting disappeared for a while, like months. And he on started purpose or because of like an injury or something. No, on purpose. It was okay, the okay. storyline. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, he probably took a vacation, I don't know. <laughs> um but he came back in all black, black and white makeup covering his face. His hair's long and black. He wore a trench coat. He had a crow that sat on his arm. And he hung out in the rafters. And this is the first real wrestling that I'm able to latch on to in my life. At 97, I mean, I'm six years six old. Six years old, yeah. Watching this. And I latched onto it so hard. And um, I was at my dad's apartment watching this. And he'd fallen asleep and I'm watching, you know, I'm watching every second of it. And I rebought the pay-per-view because back in the day to rewatch, you had to purchase it again. You I purchased just, like, it again and watched it. Account. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I purchased it again and watched it all the way through. And then my dad got the cable bill for that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you son of a bitch, you paid $80. I don't know how much it was, but uh, it was probably like, it was probably 60 bucks each. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, but, I believe it, but Jesus yeah. Christ. But it, the memories of that stand out so fondly in my mind that it... Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it was what made me fall in love with the sport. Um, and then my other honorable mention is... Um, I don't know. You might, you might like, psh, at this, but it's all of the sporting events that followed right after 9-11. I don't know any of them. Really? I won't um, push at them because it was a big deal at the time, but, like, I don't... Right, because I don't remember um, anything big. Ever. I remember SmackDown was like the first big live event that people went to after that yep. stuck out so fondly because they said it on the broadcast. Of but course. they started it off with all of the wrestlers standing on the uh, entrance ramp, um, and they did the 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 gong for the ah uh, the rewatching that footage yeah. is some of the most heartbreaking stuff because I mean we lived through that. Yeah, so. Yeah. I remember going um, to school and my teacher like breaking out in tears and we were all like, right. fuck's going on? I mean, on, we were man. like, I'm, I'm sure you were in the same boat as me where I, when it was happening, I was like, Psh, whatever, this is Well, I whatever. didn't know what It'll it go. was. Exactly. I just didn't right. know what it was. I was like, what is going on? Yep. I don't know. Shit. Yeah. You were 10, right? Uh, yeah. 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 10 years old. So same that's what, these. first grade or something? No. Third grade. No. No. Fourth grade. Um, I was in, I was in sixth grade. I was in so you Mrs. Were in fifth grade. Brown's class. Who is what grade did Miss Brown? Do? Fifth grade. You were in yeah, fifth, fifth grade. grade. And I was in Mr. Hall's art class, and oh. they had TVs and they had TVs in all the rooms, and he was yeah. watching the news. Yeah, and they're playing it like crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, but then anyway, so there was also um, baseball took a couple games off, but then the first game in in New York at the Yankee Stadium, and then yeah. they went on to play in the World Series that year. Yeah. Um, they lost, they made it but a whole doesn't matter, deal. right? Um, 
but those it's really those two things that really stand out to me yeah. but those any any I'm, big events really well yeah everything went stuff. crazy uh comics actually did a big thing you know comic book man with the history of it mm -hmm. um they did silent issues uh for like across all major lines like there's one where spider-man's walking around the city like embracing new york oh my um, god and it, no text no dialogue just art and he's like you know doing this and whatever it's a big deal every comic line did something very i know marvel across the board i'm not sure what dc did for it they had their own line of it right. but uh it was silent no text no dialogue no words oh Just, i want that it was pretty cool yeah those, is, those is that issues. an expensive one they're not crazy but they're they're you know more than than your if you see one stuff. i want that you get I'll it for you, me i'll let you, you know get it for me yeah. all right uh you're out of and then i'll forget to give it to you That's oh, one of my like favorite. Running... Keep it for yourself. No, like oh, I see. One of my favorite running jokes is the <laughs> never forget thing. I text you every nine eleven, going, "I feel like I'm forgetting something," and you always go, <laughs> "All right," <laughs> and it never catches anything from you. But I don't care. It's funny to me. Um, <laughs> point is, uh, that was both of yours. My first yes. honorable mention is. Uh, from the same 2010 season, uh, the NFC Championship against the Bears, Green Bay Packers the versus Bears. the Bears, and B.J. Raji. Pick six on the backup quarterback. I didn't remember who the quarterback was, so I had to look it up. His name's Caleb Haney. That I don't remember him. that game at all. It was uh, it was just a you know NFC Championship. This was before the Packers were famous for losing them. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, B.J. Raji was this incredibly large huge nose tackle. Huge man. Huge dude. And he was yeah. very good. He was a pro bowler. And he got he a He was probably, what, like 320? Easy 320. Big yeah. boy. Big boy. Um, and he batted it out the air and took it to the house. He ran like 40 yards for it. It wasn't you've like seen, a on the goal You've seen the movie line. The Replacements, right? No, I haven't. You've never seen it? No. Oh, it's my favorite sports movie ever. You gotta watch it. Mine's Gridiron um, Gang. This oh, I love Gridiron Gang. It's not my favorite. Mine's probably like <laughs> Happy Gilmore or something. But um, but there's Dodge this big ball. fat sumo wrestler who plays yeah. uh, he's an offensive lineman, and uh, he picks up a fumble or catches a deflected ball, and he's like, oh, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, and runs <laughs> and over runs the field and scores a touchdown. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, it was literally that. I don't know how many yards the touchdown was, but it was not a... Um... It was a, it was a decent, decent... Yeah, it was like yeah, a 40-yard yeah, sure. touchdown. It was not on the goal line. It was no. like, you know, on their half of the field. So anyways, my favorite thing about it was, you know, so I was watching it, and I was like, yay, the Packers are winning. I hate the Bears. Like, I hate the Patriots. I hate the Bears. Um, that's a sports rivalry thing. Cause I think rivalries are fun. Um, and my favorite thing about it is BJ sat on the sideline on the bench with oxygen, with oxygen for like yep. 10 minutes. He like, <laughs> he was like, I don't know what to tell you, boss. I'm out. I, can't. I'm out. Yeah, I, can't. I did my part. I'll um, see you next week. <laughs> but he also did the BJ shuffle where he danced. He did the truffle shuffle as BJ Raji. <laughs> And it was a celebration. He scored one more touchdown off like a fumble like two years later and did the shuffle. Nice. Other players on the Packers would do the shuffle for him. It was awesome. It was awesome. And my second HM, which is very, very easy to talk about, is the infamous butt fumble. <laughs> Mark so I Sanchez. <laughs> uh, I don't remember who they were playing. The Jets were playing the, the Patriots, Patriots, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, they were playing the Patriots, and this is... So, listen. Anyone who's got <laughs> negative words to put on Mark Sanchez doesn't know the dude's resume. He went to back-to-back championships, okay? It's pretty Not incredible. It's pretty, and, and that's he went against to the, Tom Brady. And on both well, ends... Kind of. On both ends of those back-to-back championships, he went to the playoffs. That's four years of, like, qualified yeah. success. Granted, immediately following the butt fumble, that all went away. It all went away, yeah. that play is the funniest shit. I, <laughs> he, like, scrambles like he doesn't know what he's doing. He's freaking out. He runs into a and very then Vince, large man. And Vince Wilfork threw the dude at him. <laughs> yeah, he runs it's into like, the... Here, hold this. <laughs> and he just falls back, ball goes out, runs it back. And, like, it was the... Um, uh, Oh, top so 10 good. worst plays of the year for like or worst plays of the week sorry because they did top 10 of the day uh, right and worst of the week and they just kept it, was, it running it was the worst play of the week for like 80 weeks like a year <laughs> and a half the butt fumble was on sports center um and i got to see that live and i thought it was and now and now i'm pretty sure espn employs mark sanchez as somebody who talks about football he was an analyst for a while i'm sure he still has a job but i don't know <laughs> They ruined him. The butt fumble, dude. All right, time for your number one. Please don't disappoint me. It's going to hurt, isn't it? It it might hurt, but um, I've got my reasons. Uh, Number one is a very, very uh, close and personal uh, game to me. You might not be hurting me. It is uh, 28 to 3. I'm going to end the podcast. It is... The most incredible memory, I think, I have in my life. So, you can shake your head all you want. Patriots were down. I'm not only shaking my head, I'm, I'm doing a shrug face, too. Listen, Give me credit. Listen, so, um, Cynthia's mom was a huge, ginormous Patriots fan. Yes. And she passed away January 1st of this, this year. That, that year, um, not this the, that, year. No, not this yes. year. That year, that year yes. the one we're speaking of. Correct. Um, and she was a huge... 18 or something. Uh, 17. 17. She was a huge Patriots fan. Um, and, her, you know, Cynthia's whole life, it was all, all Patriots. Yeah. Um, so, you know, funeral and all that is all happening during the, the football season. The playoffs. The playoffs, yeah. yeah. Um, so we get to the Super Bowl, and at halftime, the score is 28 to 3. Um, and Cynthia went in the bathroom, and she cried. Yeah. And, um, cause you know, the whole playoff, she's saying, you know, they're doing this for mom. They're doing this for mom, you know? Right. Getting yourself in that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we're watching it with, uh, you know, JJ's, JJ's friend, was, Kevin. I was right? there. I left yeah, at you halftime. Were, you left at halftime. Yeah. I was like, so you missed the emotion. Garbage. Yeah. Um, so Kevin, the other Kevin was there as well. Yeah. Both of them, the whole, you were there the whole first half. They're high fiving, they're hugging, they're yeah. rubbing they it. To. And Cynthia's like, in her head, she's yeah, taking devastated. it to a different location. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um. So then, you know, they they start start coming back, and Cynthia and I, I think, squeezing each other's hands the entire second yeah. half of like a football game. Yeah. And when they, I mean, they they tied it up, and yep. when they scored the game winning touchdown, I think it was a fourth quarter play of uh. uh, uh uh, not fourth quarter and end, like end of regulation. There was a few seconds left to play. Yeah, a couple seconds, up, right? Yeah, yep. like it was at the end. Oh yeah, we've gone back and watched it so many times. 
Um, but when they scored that touchdown and, you know, they won. Yeah. Um, I mean, Cynthia and I, we hugged and cried for probably 10 minutes. It yeah. was... So, fuck yeah. you. How about that? <laughs> it was a garbage game. It was just oh, a bad game. It. So if I don't you care. You rewatch the second half of that game. You're just mad because you didn't care no. about it at that no, point. No, 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 like, no. Screw no. this game. I'm leaving. So that Here's second why. half didn't matter. But Here's whew. why it didn't matter. Because the second half of the game was as bad of a game as the first half was. They weren't, it wasn't, there was nothing to it. It was a team absolutely demolishing another team. It was just two versions of that. So I don't great. care. There's nothing there for me. There was no, like, close fourth and ones. There was no, like, dramatic pass interference plays. There was no, like, miracle catches. It was literally just a Th There was team. no miracle catches? Do you not remember Julian Edelman catching that bobbly deflected pass? Come on. Kabood, he literally just went like this. Kabood, said. He went like this. Mine. Yeah, that was it. as he that was, was so falling to the ground with three giant men on top of him. They weren't on him. He was in the air. You can't be on top of someone in the air. There's no gravity yes, in can. that situation. There's, it all was, gra there's gravity everywhere, Kevin. Was, well, that's a really good point. I forgot about the apple. Um, it was... It's another one of those situations where the story is better than the moment, so the moment's irrelevant to me. Sure. Because I don't have that attachment. Right, right. So, it, it, it's kind of like... It'd be like similar. It would be like if you're watching the. Uh, this is gonna sound really insensitive, and I don't mean to. It's gonna be like if you were watching the Rams Patriots Super Bowl, and you had that that like emotional attachment to it. That Super Bowl was the exact opposite. There was right. no high scoring nonsense. It was just right. defensive stop after defensive I love stop. I love. I do love that game. Just that I game love is like the football. worst Super Bowl. I to love. Exist. I love defensive. No, football, no, no, no. Uh, the Broncos Seahawks Super Bowl is like one of the worst oh, Super Bowls awful. to exist. Yeah, it's just um, like forty to six. Like they, it wasn't even right. a game. Um, um, I love like, I I love watching that as a football game, not as a Super Bowl though. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Right. So mm -hmm. you know, it is. But that was what I assumed your number one was going to be. I knew that. Oh, I only knew the, the one I said. Yeah, twenty eight oh, okay. and three was. Good. I actually had yeah. a bet of how many times you would say the, th the moniker twenty eight and three. You only said it once. Once, one time. Impressive. What was the bet? Oh, it was with myself. I said three times. Oh. Oh, it was just wrong. an internal bit? I thought it was like part of your and JJ's no, discussion. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> my number one is as stupid of an... Wait, did JJ moment. think that was going to be my number one? He said it would be on your list. He said that, 2004. Um, uh, I, I thought the Edelman catch was going to be separate, but I I understand why it's yeah. it has to be one thing. Right. Um, well, he said one other thing was going to be on your list, and I don't remember what it was, so it wasn't. Um, huh. My number one is as lame of a pick, but in a cool way, because, like, I'm a cool guy, and, like, fuck him. Hell yeah. Um, 2016. It is the underdog Cleveland Cavaliers versus the juggernaut that is Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Oh, uh, yeah. And I hate is, Steph Curry. It is the final game of the series. 3-3 three, three tied. James the Harden Cavaliers, was on the team then, right? No. The Cavaliers were done. James Harden was never on either of those teams. Well, he was on one of those teams again. He the, was on the Thunder played the, played with the Kevin Durant. Ugh, and, I hate um, James Harden. Series is 3-3. Three, three. Cavaliers climbing back from a 3-1 deficit. The most 
never happened before in the NBA. It happened in the MLB with the the three zero. Never happened before in the ML in the NBA. Impossible odds. It was like forty four teams had been in that situation. None of them had ever made it out of it, Uh, and one. Some had gone up to three two, but right. Um, They climb out of it. They tie the series up, and in the final game seven, not only do you have in a moment that I removed. Because I didn't want to have it in there. Kyrie's three in Steph Curry's face. Because <laughs> Steph Curry at the time was becoming the guy. Right. Now now he's very obviously the, the, the best shooter of all time. But at I the don't time, even he was, hear his name anymore, though. Oh, he's... Right That's now? Weird. Like, right now in the playoffs? He's nuts. But uh, anyways. Hate him. He's officially the greatest shooter of all time. But at the time, he was still working it. Um, becoming... And Kyrie puts it over his face, and they go up and all that. I still take Ray Allen in the playoffs over uh, Steph Curry. Well, in the yeah, I mean any day of the week, it's Ray <laughs> Allen. Uh, Andre Iguodala gets the pass and is driving on a breakaway, and you're like, they just fucking, they're going up right here. That's an easiest layup in the game. They just won, and out of nowhere, LeBron James full speed sprint down the court, jumps up and bats that Splat shit against the black one. You know how many chase down blocks there are in the NBA? A million. You know how many look as good as that? One. And yeah, it's that one. one. Mm-hmm. LeBron James, full and on he's, sprint. He's done a game, few where he's game, the only one who makes it look as good. But. Game winning block. This isn't like a stop them from getting the hack and check. This isn't like a stop overtime. This isn't. That was a game winning, no time left fucking layup and he's like get out of here you think i got time oh get out of my house wins the championship for cleveland brings a championship to the what 60 year drought in 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 uh in ohio says hey who am i greatest basketball player of all time lebron james oh i love it you just made me tingly he's so oh man he's a little bit of a tool but so are all athletes but he backs it up Ten straight trips. Come on. Ten straight to the finals. Yeah. Oh, but he lost six of them. Go fuck yourself. He went ten years in a with row different with different teams. teams, with different players, with different uh, conferences. He went in right. the AFC, or not AFC, that's football. He right. went in the Western and Eastern Conference. Man, don't play games. Right, right. And then you but got, I you, love LeBron James. Uh, the teams that he went to the finals with, with those those Cavs teams. Oh, come on. all of them were bad. Come on. That one, one. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Kyrie is one of the greatest talents. He's the worst right. person in the world, but he's one of the greatest talents to touch the court. And his three is not to be understated. That was a also that could also be the game winner because if they had better defense, Iggy wouldn't have gone and they would have won. Right. But man. LeBron James. He also, also, he in the year that they lost, the subsequent year that they lost to the uh, Warriors, he led both teams in every major statistical score uh, 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 stat. He had more point uh, average points than anyone on both teams, more rebounds than anyone on both teams, more steals than anyone on both teams, and more uh, assists than anyone on both teams. How do you do that? And he didn't get MVP. What? No, he didn't get MVP. Well, because they lost. MVP? You don't give the MVP. Oh, that's right, team, yeah. Despite him being, by far, the best thing on the court. Yeah. And he was, like, 36 at the time. He wasn't yeah. even a young buck. He was an old bull, and he still put it down. 
I love LeBron James. If you don't listen, and I know that this can be used against me, and I I understand that. If you legitimately don't look at LeBron James' career and say that is top two, I understand if you don't want to put top two all time. You're right. a fucking fool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A fool. Right. God, I love LeBron James. LeBron James, number one. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Um, yeah, that's my number one. I, I watched that. I don't remember where I was. Like, JJ was telling me when he gave me his list. He knows the time of day, what he was eating, what he was drinking. I, don't I know For, shit for about some of mine, I know, I, know, I know exactly where I was. I know. Obviously, 28 to 3. Sting Hogan, I remember where I was. Oh, um, I know one of mine. ALCS, and it was obviously. in my not worthies. The only one I don't know, oh, my four and five, I don't know exactly where I was. Um, Undertaker and Mankind, because The I only was one seven. of those, I know where I was, because I said I kind of knew where I was for Ray Allen's. The only one of those I know where I was was the Packers Super Bowl 20 time in my not worthies, because I invited um, basically my entire hometown friend, group of uh, friends, because I live two hours away in uh, Oswego from Franny School. I invited them, all of them, to my house for the Super Bowl, because it was going to be a fun rivalry between me and Ryan. No one hmm. came. Oh. The only reason I know where I was because I was like legitimately heartbroken and Franny had to console me during a Super Bowl. The If the Packers lost that Super Bowl, oh. but they won it, so I got to have the upper Boy, hand. Howdy. I got to have like the, uh, I right. get something. This is for mm-hmm. me. Um, it's right. not, I don't believe in any of like the superstition, but that but was still. for me. That right. was for me. Yeah, what a oh. good moment. So I thought good. I wouldn't have a lot to say on these, but I had a, I had a good amount. This is yeah. See, it's because you touch into a different part of yourself. Yeah, so that like you don't in... get to touch on too often. But now that you get to see JJ, you'll touch on it all the time. Uh, I won't stop touching on it with you. Right, um, just touch it all. A big thing with me, and we touched on it with um, like we're touching on it with JJ. We touched on it with r- wrestling stuff. A big thing with me with sports is what it means to those around me. Hmm. To me. That don't mean shit. I don't watch that Iguodala play and like, or LeBron play on Iguodala and be like, I don't feel emotions like blank. I just feel hype because at the time I was a big LeBron fan and a sea of LeBron haters and I wanted it to all be big. Like, um, you know, the Eagles Patriots or the Odell Cash. Like, all of that has always been based around other people. I'm not that sold in the moment, but talking about it and reliving the hype through you and them. That's mm. what gets me. That's what pulls me back. Pulls you in, baby. Baby. I'm just uh, looking through this list here. See what we might uh, might snack on. Oh, oh, next for the week. next list? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that might be fun. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about things at the mall? Things at the mall? Yep. That's all you wrote was things no. at the mall. I bet I know why I wrote that because my number one is already set in stone. <laughs> yeah, I I love that. That's incredible. Stop giving me this. How do I get back to my sticky notes? Notes list found it. I don't know. I use this real app that you made me lo- use and then stopped using. No, I use it on my phone. I just don't use it on my computer. All right. So this one is uh, things at the mall. Number one, bitches. <laughs> all right, episode got, 11 all right i got my number one down oh you're putting the episode with your list that's yeah. really smart uh so that is something that i am going to look for oh kyle stayed in my house to watch my uh animals by the way while i was and they're all vacation. dead 
No, he, uh, <laughs> he, uh... Kyle he, Kelly? No, Kyle, uh, uh, Norton. He's a friend from here. He works at EB. Like the antivirus? Correct. Oh, he wow. was using my computer while I was gone. Like, I, you know, I said, play, play, do whatever you want. He opened my Sticky Notes app and launched my Handsome Hunks list and put him in the list. Oh, what He's a not joker. number six. He's like number 82 joker. or something. What a jerk. I I was listening back to that, and I thought to myself that, Kevin, you should have been, you should have been on the list. And I apologize for that. I apologize for my blatant let me, omission. Let me, let me lose him a few pounds, and then we'll do the third. Oh, ooh, I like yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, you get in shape. Bit. Oh, they don't give you motivation. You're gonna come back looking like The Rock. Well, I don't. <laughs> no, I prefer to look like Leto. I want to be. Tweet, <laughs> not, I don't want to bulk up. All right, so that'll do it for this one. Next one, things at the mall. Get ready ooh, for uh, uh, hot topic keychains and ooh. and ices at the movie theater and uh, dangerous escalators. Yeah, they are. That's a really good point. But that will do it for this week's episode of Men in the Machine. I am Kevin. I'm Jeff. And thanks for listening. See you next Tuesday. Smooches.